Hey guys, today I got a treat for you. I have a special guest, Shantae Cummings. She is another homeschool mama. She was on one of my episodes earlier in the season talking about how to prep for the new school year and how to choose curriculum for a big family because just like me, she has a big family too. Four kiddos that she homeschools with a vast different amount of ages starting from three to four, I think he turned four, to tweens. Like, can't get bigger than that when you're homeschooling right well today she's going to be talking about the secret to getting your kids to read because that is huge no matter if you're homeschooling or not i'm pretty sure every child has some kind of goal to read right now in the new year whether it's reading so much minutes a day whether it's reading so much books or just getting them to open a book imagine that Well, Shantae is going to share all her nuggets about how to get your kids to read and to enjoy it and what subjects they would love to just pour into and so forth. She is unleashing all her secrets in here, all for you. All right, so let's jump into this episode. And if you didn't know and if you didn't check it out already, I am doing a live six-week program in February all about kid entrepreneurship and yes it's going to be live i'm going to have weekly classes with your kid and you too you're not getting out of this mama or dad because i need you to help them along their way to learn how to make money on their own and if that intrigues you just go into my show notes click on the link and that way you can learn a bit more or you can save your spot for your kiddo you don't have to be homeschooling to do this it could be for any child eight years old or over who wants to learn or if you want to teach them how to make money on their own which is a skill they can use for their entire life so go get some more information on that because i'm excited to do that with your kids all right let's hear all about how to get your kids to read what is that secret aloha mamas you've made it to the homeschooling entrepreneur mom podcast I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, friends. Welcome back to another episode. And with the new year, we are going to be talking about more homeschooling tips, especially around reading and books, because whether or not you homeschool, you can definitely utilize all the stuff we talk about today. And when I say we, I have one of my besties here. She's a homeschooling mama. She's freaking amazing. And she has her own YouTube channel. So you better follow her. Her name is Shantae. And she's going to be joining me today to talk all about reading, reading, reading. So welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming. Hi. (laughs) Hi, hi. So let's jump in. You have four kiddos. I have five kiddos. They're all different ages. Mm -hmm. And I know one thing is, and you do have a very extensive, amazing library. And that's one thing I love is books, just having books. So tell me a little bit about why you love books so much. 
So if I take it way back, um, it's, it's mostly because growing up, I really didn't have um, a whole lot of influence, I guess you could say, with reading. Like we had books, you know, um, my, my parents always made sure that we had a bunch of different books for me to, I, I just had a really vivid imagination. So it was easy for me to pull myself and like make things up, but I never had that one-on-one -on -one time. Um, and when we decided to homeschool full-time, that was like my biggest goal. That was like the pillar that I wanted to, I wanted my kids to have a love for reading. I wanted them to be strong in reading, especially because we had a struggling reader. So it was really like, that was the focus of it. Um, and it just grew from there, like having my kids pick a book over their iPad or, you know, that sort of thing. It, it just makes me feel so happy. And when they finish a book and seeing that accomplishment, like, I don't know, it's, it's such an awesome feeling, but really that's, that's where it stemmed from is the fact that I always wanted that more one-on-one -on -one reading, like read aloud time. And not to say that they didn't do it. My parents did the best that they could, but I would have really benefited from having that that type of one-on-one um, -on -one time with them. So that's why we have it. We have books everywhere. <laughs> I love it. And that's so true. When I think about my past, like my childhood, I don't remember a whole lot of read aloud time. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I had to change in my like belief system was you can read aloud to any age. Yes. It's not just for the little kids, toddlers, preschoolers. Mm -hmm. It's any age loves, even I love to have a book read to me via Audible. <laughs> right. So I'm like, that is one thing I think I had to change personally. And I, thank you for bringing that up about your past because, and sharing that, because I, now that I think of it, that's probably one of the reasons why I want a huge library in my house too. Yes. Yes. So good. So tell me how old, what's the ages of your kids? Lord Jesus. Okay. So we have 13, 10, 7, soon to be 8, and 4. Oh. Three girls. Those are my older ones. And then my youngest is our son. I love how you said your kids are different ages because that means you probably have a very different or variety in your library. Yes. for all your ages so tell me how do you discover the styles your kids like to read so it was definitely a learning process um my main goal uh for Sophia that was our struggling reader who is now in fifth grade for her it was just making it interesting um so you know we would talk about I would pick up on things that she liked and I would find I would literally tweak out on Amazon and find all the books I could about a specific thing that she brought up so for example dragons she loves dragons always has always will um she loves German shepherds so in the very beginning I would buy books that talked about like how to train your German shepherd puppy um, which was really cool because we got to learn alongside each other. And then for dragons, like Wings of Fire was really, really big. She always wanted to buy the books. So we would get those books from like book fairs, but she would never read them. So, you know, just paying attention. It's really doing your research, just like anything that's brand new, doing your research, paying attention to the little things that they bring up and the hints that they drop. And then presenting them with books that have those aspects because honestly reading can be super intimidating so if you're going to introduce it to them or try to get them to like it you want them to be interested in it 
Um, so for her, it was like those types of books. And my oldest, she's just an avid reader, always has been, always will be, but she's really starting to like branch out into the books that she likes, um, the nonfiction stuff, you know, like she really enjoys stuff about war <laughs> and learning about, you know, our history, um, past histories and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's just doing your research, paying attention, being mindful of the things that you're kiddos are mentioning to you and then finding things that kind of align with their interests that is so true because like you said I would rather them pick up a book than think they have to watch tv or ipad or something else um and one thing that you said that made me think was it doesn't matter what they're really reading just whatever they're interested in my oldest is 10 he's going to be 11 and he just loves um what you call it? he loves books that are all what is those comic ones called but they're not graphic novels, graphic novels. Yes. he is a graphic novel addict which those is fine those yeah. are the best and yeah. he'll finish that book in a day and i'm like yes. I'm like did you really read it <laughs> and they really do though and that's the thing we had a lot of graphic novels in the very it was it was actually addison's idea to bring in graphic novels my 13 year old mm -hmm. and when we did it helped build Sophia's confidence so much to the point where she was like, I want to, I want to read more. I want to try to do different chapter books, you know, yes. um, but graphic novels are the bomb. Oh yeah. And we have like a, literally a section literally, so big that he had to move it into his room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any room on my other shelf for all his graphic novels, but that's, I think that's so important for you to understand when you are looking for books for your kids, look everywhere. I, I also like to say, don't even look at the recommended ages mm -mm. No. on the thing, because that means nothing. It, yeah, it yeah. really does. We even have like picture books as part of our read aloud. My 13 year old loves them. She'll sit there and she'll listen. Keep in mind, this is the, the same 13 year old that is like, you know, dishing out attitude most of the time. <laughs> But she'll sit there and she'll enjoy that picture book with us. And she's like, mom, that was a really good story. Like, that right. cute. Yeah. And that's so true. Like I have, and this is a great tip is have your older ones read to your younger ones. Yes. 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 It saves you time, but it also, it really encourages learning throughout all of them. Mm -hmm. And my older ones, even my, he's seven now, my seven-year-old and my five-year-old, they'll go through like the little board books with the kids and they will with the toddlers and they will just sing it to them and read it to them. And I just love that. I'm like, that counts as reading my house. It does. It definitely does. We take turns too sometimes like with our read aloud in the morning um, and we'll just kind of pass it around. And if it's a book they really like, the kids will be like, they'll hog it. They'll ask, them, can I read it? Can I read more chapters? But I, I agree. That's a really good tip. Speaking of tips, what are your top reading tips that you would want to share with all the listeners out there? So for, especially for struggling and struggling readers, take it easy. Don't have huge, don't have huge expectations and take your time. Try not to get frustrated because it, it is frustrating at times. You're like, you know, you're sitting there listening to them say the same word out like eight times and they're still getting it wrong. Just breathe because they will feel what you feel. Um, 
So don't put any expectations on it. Really just take your time. Use, use easier reads, especially, um, and just be patient. Be patient with them and it will come. It will click for them and they will just take off on it. Um, the next tip, I guess, would be read as often as you can. Read everywhere. Like when we go out to eat at a restaurant, I have a book with us and we're doing a read aloud. When we go to the bookstore, like we even bring a book to the bookstore. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> um, read everywhere, make it fun. And then the last one would be set the stage. You always wanna make sure that when you're reading a book, you bring that to life for them. So whether it be changing up your voice or having them dress up, you know, before you read the book to them, I always try to make it like super duper fun for them because those are all the things that I wish I had growing up as a kid. Um, and just having, you know, an adult pour that, that time and energy into making reading fun because I feel like had I had that as a, as a base, it would have helped me build a super strong foundation with wanting to read more, um, which I didn't. And now that I'm in my, my grown-up years, I'm only now becoming an avid reader. So yeah, those are my top three. Those are amazing tips. I love all of them. And it's true when starting with that first one, if you have a struggling reader, um, you gotta just be patient, even though you're like, so you want to say the word for them, you're like, <laughs> no, it's, uh, ah. Wait, say it out loud syllables. Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> you're, you're like sounding it out for them. You're, I know the struggle you're sitting there. Like, why don't they get this? And mm. a lot of it, like you said, it's expectations. It's going, you know what? Everyone will get where they need to at their own time even your kids and that was something I had to learn for myself because my oldest and it makes sense he was he's the oldest he was there didn't have a sibling for about three four years so I had a lot more one-on-one -on -one time with him so he mm -hmm. learned a whole lot faster yep and he was reading real young mm -hmm. my second one pretty fast number three <laughs> That's my five-year-old right now. <laughs> I just love him though. I love him too. I love him too. But his, <laughs> my, you go follow my husband on Instagram and he posted a video of my now seven-year-old. He just turned seven. So he, he's reading to my five-year-old and mm -hmm. it's the book with Usborne where they read and then your yes. child reads to you. Like, so it's like a take turns kind of book. And so he's reading and then it's my five-year-old's turn and my older son is like, okay, what does T say? What does A say? Kind of helping him along. Yeah. And my five-year-old just looks at him and says, just say the word so we can just get over it. <laughs> he caught that on camera? Yep, he caught that on camera. <laughs> Go watch the video. And so that is my middle child. And needless to say, yes, he's five. Can he read? Not really. He's he's not there yet. He can sound it out. He knows his phonics. But I know a lot of expectations these days is like once you're in kindergarten or you're five years old, you're supposed to know how to read. Yeah. And it's so much it's pressure. Funny. Yes. So just give them grace. It will come. It will click. Like you said, your energy is everything. So if you're getting frustrated, they're getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. not going to be helpful. Mm -hmm. Um. And then also like how you were saying, you know, make it fun, set the stage. 
we love to turn books into musicals. Like Aww. we just sing. We if it rhymes and stuff, we just start singing along with it. And I it's funny, it. <laughs> right? The kids start like we've turned so many books into songs. Um, <laughs> no, and it's just fun, like to hear my husband to read it to them like that too. Like he starts singing it, and he thinks it's an actual song. But I'm like, no, we just made that up. That just, was the original, yeah, the original version of that book and song. So yes, take this with you guys. Like, don't even think that reading has to only be a bedtime story. Right. Right. It can be anywhere throughout your day. I would rather you, my kids have a book. Like the hard struggle is sometimes putting the book down, which Mm -hmm. is a good problem to have, but it's like, okay, I need you to eat dinner instead of just read the book. Just put the book down and just put some food in your mouth for a little bit and then go back. That definitely happens in this house for sure. Right. And and that is, you're teaching them so much with just the books itself, with language, communication, with just vocabulary and the way the stories are interweaved together. You know, I'm excited because thankfully this is coming afterwards. They are getting books for Christmas. Um, oh, I love it. Yes. And I love giving books for Christmas too, because that is, a way to just they can enjoy that over and over and over again yeah and I just I love the fact that books they help your imagination even as an adult like I'm really starting to um get to know the types of books I like um and it just seeing it bring those characters to life for me I can only imagine in a child's you know perspective what that does for them when they get to pick up a book about a I don't know a pirate ship or about a fairy or something like that but it it definitely builds their imagination and I think that's so important for kids I don't care how old your kid is um it's just it's it's the coolest thing you know and it it, it helps them learn that it's okay your imagination is a good thing like yeah that's just my philosophy no it's true because when you become an adult I feel like a lot of people forget the fun yes and who said right there's no rule guys gonna put it out there there's no rule saying once you become an adult you forget the fun it's imagination boring yes (laughs) that's why like when you see kids there's so much to learn from them Mm -hmm. even babies there's so much to learn from them from how they act how they have no fear and hesitation and so forth and especially when it comes with reading just imagine you trying to learn how to read at this age exactly like holy moly so giving them this gift I'm so happy you came to join me on this episode and share your all your knowledge and experience because you have so much and please tell them I know you have a YouTube channel that's amazing so tell them all about it please Tell them where they can find you and so forth. So it is a newer channel, but I'm so excited. We have a a pretty good, um, I call it a book family there. Um, But you can find us at the Middle Shelf Book Club on YouTube. Um, It is a family booktube. So I didn't even know that was a word, by the way, booktube. I was like, YouTube, booktube, what? Yeah, Um, but it's a family booktube. So at the Middle Shelf Book Club, our um, whole like logo or what's it called? catchphrase what is that called what's the proper business term for that 
it's where imaginations mend. Huh. <laughs> um, but it's basically just bringing, uh, showing our family of readers to the world and getting getting my kiddos to get those connections and myself as well, like with other book lovers and having my kids branch out and, you know, give recommendations, talking about the books that they love, the books that they wouldn't recommend, that sort of thing. So we're just a family of bookworms or book dragons, as Sophia likes to call us. Oh, I love that book dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So go and find her. You'll see her link down in the show notes. Go watch all of all the things she recommends because yes, she is an all-star when it comes to finding books, reading them, and like giving you her honest opinion about it. So please, yes, go and check her out. And I thank you so much for joining me today and for everyone out there. Yes, please, please take all of this in and use it. That's the goal is to just use some of these tips, apply it to you and your family for sure. And like always, stay amazing and have a great day. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.